Welcome, Welcome to the, to the Nerd, Nerd Lab. Lab. Get those nerds! 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 Let the nerds take over! Nerd alert! What are you, some kind of nerd? Not some kind of nerd. I am the king of nerds. Nerd! Nerd stuff probably really excites you because you're a nerd. This is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. Hello, nerd enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us for this week's edition of Nerd Talkalypse Podcast. My name is Lane. And I'm Deej. And as always, we're geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics. From Marvel and DC Comics, TV and film, Star Wars, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and beyond, Pokemon, the Walking Dead universe, Dragon Ball Z, GT Super, and the films alike, and most things in between. That's right, guys, and here on our show, we express pride in pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from all the fandoms you love. Please reach out to us via email, nerdtalklips at gmail.com, Twitter at nerdtalklips, or simply write up a review on iTunes or facebook.com slash We'd love some listener feedback. What's up, nerd enthusiasts, and thank you for joining us for episode 43 of Nerd Talklips. I should say welcome back. Yeah, we had been a while. We... We have our Super Fights release, and I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, we haven't really had an episode since Star Wars. Right, yeah. This will be our first actual episode of this year, if I'm correct. Yeah, and before, before that, I mean, before aside from specials, no, it was before Christmas, because we did a Christmas special and yeah. Rogue One special, Super Fights. Right, I mean, specials are still fine, but... So, as you guys may have noticed, in our previous episodes, we may have been skipped out on some news... So we are tiling this news catch up episode forty three. We are gonna. This is gonna be an all news episode, and we're gonna go over the criteria of ours for the next six months. So, right. So we, weeks have gone by with news exploding all over the internet. Um, we're sure you've probably heard quite a bit of it, but you haven't heard us cover it. So we're gonna talk about it um, here and there. Uh, I, I've I've bounced all over. You know, a lot a lot of places cover like everything, but I didn't. I just bounced. Got all the things that we would normally grab. Um, so this is there's some pretty pretty good stuff. I'm gonna have to bring this up for both of us to look at. But the first thing we got here is Walking Dead news, and this is from January fourth. So that wasn't that was only twelve days ago. Twelve days ago, right? So, so basically, what it is is AMC released fourteen bizarre teaser images for the second half of the Walking Dead seventh season, and these images have been have been going all over the place. And people have been trying to decipher what is this one of those one ones where they were look, they were all looking at uh, what's her name? I saw a picture on Facebook somebody put what's that girl's name? Uh, which girl? Carl's friend. Oh oh oh, uh, uh, Enid. Enid. Well, it's like they're all standing in a room and like they're all looking at Enid in a weird way. Yeah, like the caption was like, "Why is everybody staring at Enid like that?" And it just has them all looking at her weird, and it's just I don't know. I'm not sure I even saw that picture, but I don't know. It might have been from something else. Right. So this first picture here, um, they're out of one out of fourteen. It just looks like a bunch of like rubber ducks that are all like 
I guess. Dirty. They're dirty and they're all like staring in the same position almost. No, I guess not. They're all facing different ways. Weird. Just a thing of ducks. That's interesting. And we got dynamite on a rope. Dynamite on a rope. Yeah, it's all zip tied together. I can slide it down and fucking blow up some zombies. Yeah. It's pretty That's weird. Maybe they can let it go somehow. Is that a fro is that snow or sand or I think yeah, I think it just might be like Looks like the zombie just like melted into the earth. It does look just like that. That's a great. That's weird. That is really weird. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I wonder if it's alive. I hope that thing is alive. It's alive. That'd be crazy. So we got a bicycle. A bicycle with a basket thing on it. With yeah, like a basket, but it's a. It looks like a helmet. Yeah. Interesting. And presumably the same bike, yeah, maybe. maybe. No. No, different bike. Different bike, but there's like a little toolbox. Toolbox and a flashlight taped to it or roped to it or something. Hmm. Walnuts. Walnuts. <laughs> Being smashed by a hammer. You know, I think this is Oceanside, though. Really? Yeah. Because they were like, I think they were eating walnuts. Maybe. At the thing. What would make sense? Uh, bucket? Uh, <laughs> Garden bucket. tools. Yeah. Interesting. Are those seeds? Yeah, those are so, seeds. Yeah. Hmm. A grave-looking type hole. All right. Yeah. Some cantaloupe. Or cantaloupe. Honeydew, whatever. Honeydew. Some type of melon. I think those are cantaloupes for sure. Yeah. Four of them. Oh, that's pretty cool. Shadows. It's it's a bunch of shadows with guns drawn. That definitely looks like Rick. Yeah. Looks like his whole. With his python. Uh huh. Not the one between his legs, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Uh, Muddy or bloody or poopy handprint. Oh, yeah, okay. I was seeing that completely different. Probably bloody handprint, I imagine. Hmm. Like, they released this? Walking Dead released this? AMC releases, yeah. Interesting. They just, like just, they just want everybody to talk and, and be like have make ideas and shit. Lantern, pretty much. The drill. Yeah. Some drill Weird, man. I don't, like, I don't know. They're like eerie. These are like very eerie images. Is that Walker pushing a shopping cart? No, it's, oh, it's behind him. But it does okay. kind of look like that's that. so weird. Going shopping for brains and peanuts is the final picture. What's up with all the nuts? I don't know. Definitely strange. There's no no context was released with these pictures just either. Photos. Just yep. Yeah, just it's Facebook gonna be the new images. It's gonna be the new opening credits. That would be crazy. Just all these images like that. Yeah, have. that'd be cool. It's probably that's probably literally all it is. Fourteen bizarre new images. So I don't know. Interesting. But that was all. That was all that really has come out about The Walking Dead. This, the the new season starts in like, like we have about a month. Four Sundays or was it? It was four Sundays since something the like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like today, from starting today, we have less than four weeks. Not new season, new half season. Yeah. Either way, the premiere is soon, and I guess this is as good a time as any to talk briefly that we're going to try to do a crossover episode. Yes, with uh, the Walking Dead Enthusiast podcast. Yes, we're going to join forces. We're going to do a two-part episode. We're going to host on them, and they're going to host on us. And uh, we'll have more details about that later. We have four weeks till then, but I'm really excited for that. It's going to be cool to, to do it with another podcast. It'll be our very first crossover podcast. We're also going to be appearing on another podcast in March, but when we get more details, we'll talk about that. Yes. But it, right. It's interesting to, to finally expand right out but now we have some DC Universe news I, it seems to be that we have quite a good amount um, there's a there's a mock-up image of the rock as Black Adam which that there's that guy that does all the art and it's fucking amazing like he 
He does such a good job. Th and, yeah, this is really cool looking, man. And, and like, it says he has also met with DC Comics and officially gotten the ball rolling on his role. Like, there's nobody. Like, he is perfect for that role. Yeah, he. So here, here's what I had heard. Oh, in I addition, believe. in addition to this news story, I had heard that yes, they they had their meeting, and Jeff Johns was there. They did this in Burbank, California, and they had a whole bunch of different things going on but Jeff Johns had tweeted after the meeting saying that this was the greatest meeting that he's had about a movie you know so in, in years see but I wonder what the movie is going to is it going to be a Black Adam movie or is it going to be a Captain Marvel movie a Shazam movie like, it's definitely going to be Shazam um, I would love to see that, that animated movie where Shazam and uh, Superman fight Black Adam together yeah if they could pull that Henry Cavill now with, yeah now that in conjunction with a couple other things that we missed in the in the few weeks that, that I couldn't find those articles or I had to put them in but there was um, Merry Christmas uh, tweet from Henry Cavill and Dwayne Johnson mm -hmm. together on, on the side of the pool interesting they just said uh, Merry Christmas from uh, the uh, Black Adam and Superman Hell yeah! So like you know what I mean. A lot of people are speculating that they probably may end up in the in the same. That'd be awesome. In the same thing. So and now, this company is different. The company is doing this. It's it's in conjunction with Warner Brothers in DC, but it's not being released by Warner Brothers. I think it's being released by some uh, something else. So a lot of people were like, oh, it might not be in the same universe, blah blah blah. But if it's they, definitely going to be Superman and him in the same movie. It better be Henry it's, Cavill. I yeah. don't want to see another Superman. No, it's definitely going to be in the same universe. It's much like Spider Man. Now still being produced by Sony, but also in the Marvel universe. So I, that's what that's the way I'm seeing it. Right. Shazam's rights probably still lie with some other company. Is this me or you? You. Okay. So Jeff Johns, uh, he is back into writing comic books. He tweeted a, a couple weeks ago that he was going to start writing comic books, and this time he's taken on Watchmen. Which is very suiting, seeing as how Watchmen are working their way into the DC universe. Like, Apparently, even more than we have been caught up with. No, I know. I saw an image about uh, the Flash and Batman. Uh, they had the pin in their hands, and they're, they're actually starting to investigate it more now. So right. Now, Jeff see. Jones, I believe he's writing a Dr. Manhattan-centric comic book. Interesting. So, this is interesting, because Jeff Jones also did the uh, Rebirth one-shot, like, that came out in May. The the first one that kicked off the entire thing that was his writing, and then he stepped away from comic books, um, following that, and uh, is coming back into it later this year. So it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting. Um, I think that's it. That's pretty much everything that was in that little. All right. There. I guess now we got some Batfleck news dump. <laughs> People have been going loco over Ben Affleck's new blurbs about the Batman. They either misquote him or piss him off, and he says some off-color bullshit about the upcoming film. But regardless, the news is there. People just don't look hard enough to read or read between the lines, so here are the facts. The movie is happening, so don't get your panties in a bunch. Yes, it has been pushed back slightly, but the plan is for it still be released in 2018, which means filming must start soon. This coincides with what Joe Manganiello said a few months back, which is the guy that's going to be playing Deathstroke, right? Yes. The movie will shoot in Los Angeles. Affleck says the movie is good and going. Speaking with IGN, Affleck spoke to the site during promotions for his film Live by Night. It was there that the actor was asked about the Batman, and Affleck stressed he was excited about the project. Quote, I'm really excited. There's great stuff in it now. It just needs to get better and better, he said. Affleck continued, comparing the Batman's prep with the work he did for Live by Night, it's the same way I felt about this 
about this movie, Live by Night, as I was prepping it, as I was prepping it. But it took me a year plus to get this movie ready to launch. Hopefully, it won't take me that long for Batman. But we're working. I think we're ahead of the curve, and we're excited. Hell yeah. Yeah, so this definitely... that People have just been losing their minds. Like, they don't give Ben Affleck enough respect to... You know, they interview him about Live by Night, and, they're, and instead of doing that... Yeah, it's like, talk to me about this movie. Yeah. You know, it's like... And then they just piss him off, because he doesn't want to talk about that. Like, you know what I mean? That's just... It's happening. That's all you guys need to know. He'll talk about Batman on the Batman set, or he'll talk about Batman on the Justice League Right, and and a lot of... And a a fair point is that, that, that this dude, Ben Affleck, has been working his ass off for, like, three straight years. He did dude. the accountant. Then he did Batman v Superman. Then he did Live by Night. You know, what I mean, give the guy a break. Like, let him let him write the movie. Let him go home and see his kids. Like, that's why it's shooting in Los Angeles, because that's where he lives. You know what I mean? He's gonna he's gonna be able to go home every night instead of having to stay in a hotel room and do all this stuff. So, let it happen. That's all. That's all. That's all everybody is saying. All right. So, how do you say this guy's name? Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. He has made it very public. That he wants to cameo in Ezra Miller's The Flash movie. Hey, why not? That's what. Yeah, that's, what that's what I'm saying. Why you know? Why the hell not? He's the fastest man alive in real life. And then there'll be the fastest man alive in the, the, the fictional universe. My question is though, why hasn't he reached out to cameo on the show? I don't know. Maybe it's not on his radar. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what country. He, I think he's. I, don't, I can't remember what country. Is he? Was he for America or Jamaica or something? Jamaica. Jamaica? Yeah, he's a, he's a Jamaican. So maybe they don't have Flash down there. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because the, the movies would be more well-known out there than the show would, I imagine. I don't know. Yeah, probably. It probably makes more spin. I'm not sure. I, 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 they probably don't get the CW in Jamaica. The CW is right. based out of Pittsburgh or something. But uh, All right, then we got Justice League. The Justice League film may show Arkham Asylum, which will be pretty cool. I would love to see. You know, because if anything, Zack Snyder, he's doing the Justice League movie, right? Yes. He may do it, makes his mistakes or whatever, but he makes things look awesome. He sure does. You know what I mean? He he might things might be the continuity errors might be there, or you might not always agree with what he's doing, but right. you cannot deny that his shit looks dope. Now I'm pretty sure that we saw the outside of Arkham Asylum in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like as it was going into the building, you see, and then you see Harley Quinn and Joker inside there, but it was very brief. Right. And Zack Snyder wasn't involved very much in that movie. I think he only filmed the Flash thing. Right. But, um. Regardless, we might see a lot more. Like the the where this rumor comes from is IMDb that on the Justice League film, there's been a couple people who have added there because actors can add their own work to IMDb. Right. And there's uh, three Arkham guards, and then there's Lex Luthor's guard. Ah. There's been added to that, so a lot of people assume that and it's like, going to be that for that reason. Yeah, I mean, that's where was that where Lex was at in BBS at the end? Was he, was that Arkham? No, but that's remember Batman walks up to him and is like, "I've got a special him. spot for you, saved in Arkham that's Asylum." Right. And, yeah, and then Lex right. like fucking cowered in fear. <laughs> Not Arkham. <laughs> yeah. That's the last place you wanted to be told you're going. Right. All right. So Constantine is being revived, but as an animated series on the CW seed, which is really cool for a lot of people who love Constantine. I've never watched the show. Um, I hear amazing things. I mean, his like, appearances on Arrow were good. You know what that I mean? too. Yeah, th- that's the only thing I've seen of of him. You know, in the CW universe. But I watched a couple episodes. My parents watched it, but I don't know if they were aware that it was DC show. You know what I mean? Right. And you said you weren't either at the time. At the time, no, I had no idea. Right. So I mean, that, that's very exciting. And and so who's to say whether or not it's going to pick up with that season two continuity or 
or what's going on. But Matt Ryan is going to be voicing him, and he's also going to be in Justice League Dark when that comes oh, out later baby, this year. Oh, baby, looks dope. And but uh, I mean, like we know, we know from like Vixen and stuff that the, it being animated it takes nothing away from it. It's going to be awesome, right? And and we also know that based on Vixen, you can still cross over into the live action universe. Yeah. So yeah. that you know what I mean. That's not that's nothing. It's just less work on their part. Right. You know what I mean? They can have their animation team take it up, put it online, do something else while they can focus on everything else. And somewhere down the line, nobody knows what it is yet, but there's another CW superhero show coming. People are speculating that it's Superman, but I nobody know. wants it to take away from Supergirl. So, well, it wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think it would either. But um, I wouldn't watch less Supergirl just because Superman is a show now. Right. That just yeah, you just add it to your roster. Speaking of Supergirl, uh, I guess that our next crossover we're going to be getting is going to be a Supergirl and Flash musical crossover. The villain will be Music Meister. The villain has been seen in the Brave and the Bold animated series and originally helmed by none other than Neil Patrick Harris. Fans are hoping he catches wind of this written reprises his role in the live action form, which would be awesome because if it's a Neil Patrick Harris can sing too. He has the, you know what I absolutely. Mean? So can Melissa Benoist and uh, Grant Gustin. They were all from Glee. Yeah, so and that would be Neil Patrick Harris as well. He was on Glee. Yeah, he has a beautiful voice. I mean, you just seeing it seeing him sing on How I Met Your Mother a couple of right. times. Right now, I this 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 intrigues me enough that I I might go. I want to go watch. Never watched Brave and the Bold, but I want to watch. That those that, those scenes with him in it because yeah. I don't know what the music meister is capable of. All I know is that he makes people sing. So like that's what a perfect reason to have a musical crossover. Yeah, right. It's gonna be a lot, of, a lot like there's a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode where the demon he was a dancing demon. Oh yeah. And he sang and danced and it caused everybody to dance and Buffy almost danced to death. Interesting. People dance so much that they combust. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. Well, that's crazy. I've never even heard of that. Oh, it's an awesome episode. This the episode where I get all my Buffy the Vampire Slayer music like. Right. It's always those funny songs. You still got to get that guy's suit. Oh, that suit is pimp. <laughs> you know the name all of that kinds guy? of poontang. That's the dancing demon guy. I don't remember his name, but... Oh, is that the same episode? That's the same episode, Wow, yeah. that's crazy. I remember you showing me that suit. Yeah, it was that red demon guy. Huh. It was like a blue dope-ass gangster suit. Dude, I don't look <laughs> All right, so over to Flash. We got the Black Flash. The African-American Flash. <laughs> no. <laughs> Death is coming for speedsters of the CW's DC Comics television universe. The Flash showrunner Andrew Kreisberg confirmed at the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour on Sunday that the Black... Well, I don't know which Sunday this was. It was a couple Sundays ago, evidently. Yeah, our news is behind, so... Um, but he said that the Black Flash will appear later this season. Not only that, but Kreisberg teased that the Black Flash wouldn't be contained to just appearing on The Flash. Quote, I will say that you might be seeing him on multiple shows. Well, yeah, seeing as though we got Reverse Flash fucking around in uh, fucking Legends of Legends, Tomorrow. Legends, yep. We got Flash and Flash, obviously. Uh, I mean, I don't know about Arrow. There's not too many speedsters at the, going on right there, but doesn't mean they can't be crossed over somehow. But. Right, ab- absolutely. Uh, let's see. So the Black Flash in the DC Comics universe is a form of death that is fast enough to catch up with speedsters. Barry Allen became the Black Flash for a short time after the original was found dead. The mantle was later picked up by Ebar Thawn, the former Reverse Flash, and Professor Zoom, who had become a Black Lantern zombie. Wow. Thawne is currently a member of the Legion of Doom on DC's Legends of Tomorrow, which is coming up soon. The next... Dude, th- so there's some interesting things that are coming up in Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Not only not only that, but you guys haven't heard us talk too much about the fact that it's moving to Tuesday nights after the Flash. Well, they're looking for like the Spear of Destiny or something. Yeah. So the next episode is called Raiders of the Lost Art. Interesting. And it follows 
the story of Rip Hunter, and he has no knowledge of his past life. That's when he's that he's a director now. Yeah, he has absolutely no idea that any of the stuff that we've seen him do is probably has a contingency happened. plan. Like when he, whenever he left, what he was doing, he probably had some device that erased his memory or re- refill replaced his life. Right. So they're gonna have to find a way to, you know, obviously it's gonna be part of the show. That's what that's what I think. Um, and basically, what I know is that it's going to follow George Lucas in film school. And he quits before he can ever make Star Wars. And the same thing uh, with maybe... No, he also did Raiders of the Lost Ark. And basically, I think it's been common knowledge that I don't remember, um, but Ray Palmer apparently was inspired to become what he is from Star Wars, and Nate Haywood has apparently become what he is because of Raiders of the Lost Ark. The historian. Yes. So, with George Lucas quitting film school, I guess... There, that's the aberration. He quits film school, and then Nate, Nate and Ray become stupider. Because it would cause them both to yeah. to lose their aspirations. Interesting. So like that, cool. yeah, it's going to be an interesting episode, and they've already cast a younger George Lucas for this episode. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's amazing g- that they're putting our pop culture into their universe. Well, yeah, I mean, in the way I think about it is like Cisco is constantly referencing Star Wars. Oh yeah, he's constantly referencing Harry Potter and shit. Like, so I mean, that stuff exists. It's just, it's very odd. Right, and one of these days, Cisco's gonna find out Star Wars or Harry Potter's real, and he's gonna fucking piss himself. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nuts. But all right, we got some news about Gotham. This is more about news for ourselves, but Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, being us, will be starting Gotham coverage really soon. Gotham season three will be taking a second hiatus this year, as a comicbook.com announced last August. The popular series based on DC Comics Batman properties will take all February and March and most of April off, while twenty four. Legacy airs in its time slot. The show returns on Monday night, January 16th, from a six-week hiatus to air a three-episode arc. Then it will be off for air for just under three months, returning April 24th, 2017, to finish off the season with eight more episodes. So, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, so that is when we're going to start talking about it. And in between time, somewhere between now and then, we're going to have a Gotham catch-up. Yes. So we can catch every, you know, because I've heard some people ask us why we don't cover Gotham as part of the thing. The only reason, we just really didn't because we weren't caught up with it at the time. And we just recently actually got completely caught up with it to where we're fresh. Right. So we just hadn't had it in there yet because we'd like to generally talk about the newest episode at a time. Right. But we will have a Gotham episode where we'll cover season one, we'll cover season two, we'll cover all of season three so far. And then April 24th, we will put it into our criteria along with flash arrow etc so. right so it, it should so this by the, by the looks of it it should outlast arrow and flash mm-hmm. like it should be we should be ending the this year's superhero things with gotham because yeah, if it's coming back in april and doing eight episodes that'll end in june yeah and i remember the flash ending in may last year and that's fine they don't really co- correlate with each other so yeah yeah so it's not yet I hope someday, man. Maybe. That'd be awesome. I mean, obviously, Gotham takes place way before, you know, if they were in the same universe, even anyway, beyond before, it'd be yeah, way in the past. So, so it's definitely definitely interesting. There's also been synopses uh, released for the Flash, uh, Supergirl, and Arrow. Um, I didn't grab those. I didn't. I couldn't find them. They were just a couple days right. ago. But um, so that's all for DC. I guess we can move over to Marvel now. Yeah. Um, so here's here's the first thing. I, it doesn't have, really have like a big title here, but if you want to split this, this one because it's kind of long. It oh. ends it ends right here. Yeah. Um. So with the success of Daredevil, Jessica Jones 
and Luke Cage and the proposed future success of the Punisher series in Iron Fist and Defenders, Marvel is taking their TV universe to a fantastic direction. The rumor mill has begun again, and the next show people are hoping for is Moon Knight. However, Which, if you guys don't know, I guess I'll just say it right now. Moon Knight is like the Marvel version of Batman. Yeah. So, however, they may be talking about making it a movie instead, and they believe that it has enough cult following, like Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange, and Deadpool, um, to be a success. So they they might just do it from not you know out of nowhere. I don't know if it'll be. I don't know who owns the rights to Moon Knight. I don't know. Um, but if it's anything like Deadpool and Fox, you know, what I mean, they might be able to make it really dope. Yeah. Um, and not have to have it be a huge part of the Marvel universe. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how Moon Knight has ever interacted with. Yeah, I don't know much about the character itself. We're about to learn some stuff. Yeah. So his first appearance when Moon Knight was created by, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy, Doe Moen- Moench, something like that, and Don Perlin in 1975. He was conceived as a villain. He made his debut in Werewolf by Nye 132 as a minion of the Secret Empire, tasked with bringing in Jack Russell and his sister. By the end of Moon Knight's two-part debut story, Moon Knight discovered that the Secret Empire planned to use. Uh, plan to use captives. I'm sorry. Plan to use. Where the hell is this? Plan to use Turn Russell's sister. Interesting. Uh, plan to use Turn Russell's sister into a werewolf, um, and use both of them as weapons. He turned against the Secret Empire to help the captives escape. Moon Knight proved far more popular than Marvel had expected, and so the publisher set out to turning him into a gritty antihero, who could carry his own stories. As such, this first appearance was retconned so that Moon Knight was never really working for the Secret Empire. Instead, Moon Knight had only taken a job for the Secret Empire in order to infiltrate the villainous organization. Okay. Um, and then I guess we got an origin, a little bit origin paragraph here. Moon Knight was revealed to be a Mark Spector, the son of a Jewish rabbi who escaped from Germany on the eve of the rise of the Third Reich. Mark refused to follow in his father's footsteps and instead became a boxer and then joined the Marines and later worked with the CIA. Mark worked with his brother Randall. Randall killed Max, Mark, it'd be Mark. Yeah. Randall killed Mark's girlfriend because she discovered an arms running scheme. Mark responded by killing Randall, or at least that's what he thought. Randall would survive to become one of Moon Knight's greatest enemies. Mark Spector left the military and became a mercenary with his friend and pilot Frenchie. They took a job in Egypt for, for a warlord by the title Bushman. Not that involved... Bushman that involved excavating a tomb for an archaeologist. The archaeologist's daughter, Marlene Algoon, uh, yeah, Aller, I guess something like that, will go on to become Moon Knight's great love interest. Bushman betrayed Mark Spector during the mission. Spector helped Marlene and her father escape and tried to hold off Bushman and his men, but was killed. He lay at the feet of an idol to the Egyptian god Khonshu. Khonshu resurrected Mark, giving him the enhanced physical abilities he would later use to become Moon Knight. One who delivers vengeance in Conchu's name. So he sounds pretty badass. He look, dude. Moon Knight looks awesome. Yeah, like I said, he he resembles Batman a lot, and he has a lot of the same similarities of Batman. Except he he he's all clad in white. Yeah, and then this guy apparently actually has some type of power from this god. Right. So I would I would be interested to see a yeah. movie. I guess I want to learn more about Moon Knight. I might have to do some a little bit of research. research. Yeah. 
All right, so there's a new synopsis for Thor Ragnarok, which is pretty cool. And a lot of people have, there's some speculation about this, about something that is said in this, but I didn't I didn't gather that information from it. But we'll read it anyway. In Marvel Studios' Thor Ragnarok, Thor is imprisoned on the other side of the universe without his mighty hammer and finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard to stop Ragnarok, the destruction of his home world, and the end of Asgardian civilization. At the hands of an all-powerful new threat, the ruthless Hela. But first, he must survive a deadly gladiatorial contest that pits him against his former ally and fellow Avenger, the Incredible Hulk. Oh. So, uh, Thor Ragnarok is directed by Taika Watiti and returns Chris Hemsworth starring as Thor, Tom Hiddleston reprising his role as Loki, and they are joined by Kate Blanchett, Idris Elba, and Jeff Goldblum, Tessa Thompson, and Carl Urban with Mark Ruffalo, Anthony Hopkins. It comes out in November of this year. Um, now, oh, the yeah. thing that I read, apparently, th- this one line about the gladiatorial contest that pits him against his former ally, yeah, the it's Hulk. Like from Planet Hulk. Yeah, but apparently that has some something to do with the Silver Surfer. Interesting. And that's what people were saying, that the Silver Surfer might make an appearance in this movie. I'm not sure. I mean, it's gonna, this is going to answer why they weren't during, there during Civil War, I guess, right? Is this supposed to take place during Civil War? You know, I, I'm not sure. I th- I'm a, presumably yes, because at the end of Ultron, Hulk was traveling off in space, yeah. in that ship. You know, watch that again. Yeah, well, we need to do that Marvel. We should just do like Marvel May. Yeah. And just try to kill off the entire Marvel universe. I'm down with that. That way, that way, by the time this goes on, we're we're ready to rock and roll. By that time, Doctor Strange will be out, so we can do all that shit. Speaking of Doctor Strange. Oh uh, yeah, Doctor Strange. Uh, Blu-ray special features will will include more Thor, and a new short from Thor and Daryl. Remember that, like, that that fucking guy? That office short. That was so weird. Yeah, that was so, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. All right, so now that Marvel has opened up their television offerings past just Netflix, universe can expand in some new unforeseen ways. Most likely, uh, no one anticipated a Runaways series, which is being. Uh, series being in the cards but lo and behold a new series uh, is heading to hulu in the near future Hmm. so i don't know anything about the runaways but here's a little bit of thing the fan favorite series will be the first project between marvel and hulu and depicts a group of young teens who find that their parents run a crime syndicate known as the pride in los angeles the teens rebel against their supervillain parents and set out on their own own to right the wrongs of their family tree and the working title for this show keeps that in mind um, the working title for The Runaways has been revealed to be Rugrats. Hmm. Uh, a nice nod to the youthful theme of the beloved series. No word yet on the tone, uh, casting, or plotline, but Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage will be serving as the showrunners and the executive producers along with Marvel he- Marvel's head of television, Jeff Loeb, and Jim Corey. Liz Rowinski will be producing and Tamara Beecher will is writing the script. Runaways will join the upcoming Cloak and Dagger series on Freeform, as well as the Iron Fist and Defender series on Netflix. What the fuck is Cloak and Dagger? I don't know. Huh. Um, If the freshman shows are successful, expect Hulu and Freeform to get more Marvel projects in the future. There's also no release date for the Runaways. Um, Currently available on Netflix are two seasons of Marvel's Daredevil, the first season of Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Coming up in March, Iron Fist... Um, starring Finn Jones as the titular hero and the Punisher and Defender series expected to arrive sometimes later this year. Oh, so yeah. 
lots of good stuff coming from Marvel this year. Three films, bunch of TV. All right, we got Ant-Man and the Wasp rumored to start filming in June. It's a busy year for Marvel, and it seems to just keep getting more crowded. In addition to filming Black Panther and Avengers Infinity, Infinity War this year, it looks like Ant-Man and the Wasp will also get rolling in 2017. According to My Entertainment World, the sequel to Marvel's 2015 hit Ant-Man will begin shooting in the June of this year. The site also states that the movie will be shot in Atlanta, Georgia. The Atlanta announcement is no surprise, as many of the Marvel's films shoot in the city's studios. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was made in Atlanta recently, and Black Panther Black Panther will start shooting there in February. Now that's it, because like in the in the movie Ant Man, Wasp was stuck in the the micro zone or whatever the fuck they called it. Yeah, the original Wasp. Yeah, the original Wasp. I wonder if they're gonna go. Are they gonna make a new Wasp, or is he gonna somehow get? Yeah, her? remember the after the post credit scene. Yeah. Went with that new girl, or with that girl, and he had a new costume for her. But it would still be cool if they could find the original. That would be awesome. I mean, that, I don't, I don't know he what was able the story to enter that, possibly be. that state and get out too. Yeah, with that, with the enlarging mechanism. Yeah. All right, so let's see. This is we're almost done. Okay, yeah. All right, so Ryan Reynolds talks Deadpool filming. Um, well, Deadpool two, but yeah, Deadpool two filming. Sorry. Uh, so speaking with MTV News recently, Ryan Reynolds let be known that the new creative team is taking its time to get everything right creatively, including casting the character of Cable. Before they jump the, into production, as Reynolds tells it, we're still working on it. We're not going to start until we're ready. Everything feels great. Everybody is seamlessly locked into the situation. It's been really amazing. And this is after they got a new director, uh, the guy who did John Wick. Mm. I believe is doing Deadpool 2. And those movies are, I haven't seen it yet, but those movies are awesome from right here. Um, amazing, quote, may not be the most intermediate word fans were immediate. coming. Or, I'm sorry, immediate word fans were, um, fans come to when describing Deadpool 2 has taken shape, but at least we know that. Um, number one, it seems like the boat has steadied and creatively things are on lock. Number two, we have promising new director for the the project and uh, and Leach who proved to be more than capable with the awesome John Wick, and that's a good place to be in as fans want Deadpool two done right rather than just done soon. And I agree with that. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I mean, if, if it was if it's even half as good as the first one, it's going to be wonderful. Like, Absolutely. All right, we got a pretty hefty list here of all the characters that are confirmed to be appearing in Infinity War. We have the OG Avengers being Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, and Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, The Vision, Thanos, obviously, and then we got characters from the Guardians of the Galaxy. We got Star-Lord, Rocket Raccoon, Groot, Gamora, Yondu, Nebula, Drax, and then other Marvel characters. We have Spider-Man, there's going to be Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Winter Soldier, Ant-Man, Nick Fury, and Wong. Now, that is a ridiculous amount of people. Right. And even so, they're still unconfirmed, but they're, the, the following Marvel Cinematic Universe characters have yet to be confirmed for the Infinity War, but have been discussed or rumored to appear at some point or another. So in order to help keep track of who's in the, Mar- or the MCU is not... Er, oh my god. Of who in the MCU is not in Infinity War, Marvel's Netflix Defenders team, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, along with Phil Coulson's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. team, Maria Hill, Jane Foster, uh, and then and then additionally Pepper Potts, Betsy Ross or Betty Ross, huh. General Thunderbolt Ross, and Ghost Rider. Oh, that would be dope, um, dude! To see those characters, even just Daredevil, 
make their way into the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the first oh, time, awesome. even if it's just like brief. Yeah, just like they show just, them doing something badass for one second. Yeah, like go, while they're they in New York or something. Hell's Kitchen, and, and he's there, and they're like, "Shit, we gotta get out of here. This fucking place is dangerous." <laughs> yeah, like that would be so cool. Hulk just is make like, it Fuck this place. Right, just make it a cohesive universe. You know what I mean? That's where Marvel should differ from DC and not have the uh, separate universes from television versus their cinematic. That'd be really cool. It'd be interesting just to see them ha- see it happen. Right. Um, we got some Deadpool sequel will bring back Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I guess I should have had this up with the other Deadpool it's news, cool. but either way, that, that that's cool to have them back. They they both were really cool in their roles. Yeah, hopefully they you know they keep going with better stuff and and uh, one more a little bit of Deadpool news. Um, Deadpool two writers explain how they will distill Cable to his essence. Um. Deadpool 2 is set to introduce his buddy and sometimes rival Cable into the mix and that presents a challenge for the writers depending on who you ask Cable has either the best or worst origin in the comics loosely Cable aka Nathan Christopher Charles Summers is the son of Scott Summers aka Cyclops or Madeline Pryor a clone of Jean Grey as a baby he was infected with a techno organic virus and to save him he was sent centuries into the future there he was raised by Asconi a clan founded by genetic his genetic sister from an alternate timeline. Seriously? And the psychic spirits of Scott and Jean inside a temp and temporary bodies while on their honeymoon for several years. Um, from there we have clones, more families, betrayal, and more time travel, more alternate timelines. It is glorious. It's gonna be ridiculous. This, this like Barry Allen ain't got shit on this. <laughs> no, not not at all. It's it's definitely insane. Um, so here's the last bit of news, man. The official final synopsis for Logan was released online, via a post on Twitter by star Hugh Jackman. In the near future, a weary Logan cares for an ailing Professor X in a hideout on the Mexican border. But Logan's attempts to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives being pursued by dark forces. The new synopsis has been has some notable differences from the original one. Previously, it is said to be taking place in the somewhat distant future, not the near future. The relationship between Logan and Professor X is more prominent here as well, and the synopsis is much tighter than the slightly worded, wordy first one. For those unaware, the word legacy is chosen very carefully here. The young girl in the Logan trailer is X-23, who is actually a clone of Logan himself. She's his literal legacy, and he tries to help her from the, his figurative legacy of blood. That's not something he was able to do in the comics, but it looks like he'll be trying to do so in the movie. So, hell yeah? Yeah, I mean, hell, whatever. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. Um, so, speaking of Logan, that looks to be what the first nerdy movie of 2017 is going to be. Yes, yeah, so keep in mind, these are loosely... These are all the release dates of the movies. Now, as you guys know, we generally do the podcast about said movie with about a week or so after, depending. You know, Sometimes we can't see it right away, so we have to wait, and we'll do it a couple weeks later, etc., but we're going to go over the next six months, our criteria, pretty much. And, uh, you know, we might cover all of these. We might not cover all of them. We don't know. Right, because for some of them, there may be a little bit more um, pretense that, have to be, that we have to prepare for just right. to just to say, like, oh, and we'll get there when we talk about right. it. But uh, Logan, uh, it's March 3rd. And we will definitely be covering Logan. That's for sure. For sure. Um, one of the questionable ones is Kong Skull Island. Now, we could consider that nerdy, I guess, but... Well, Tom Hiddleston and uh, Brie Larson are in it, and... That doesn't make it nerdy. No, I know. <laughs> but, 
you know, it, I mean, it's King Kong. You know, we could cover it. I mean, we we would have to maybe do a little bit of like DJ said, some, some build up, some, yeah, with Co- King Kong in general, and then we could talk get Skull, Kong Skull Island because seemingly is going to be the best King Kong movie yet. Right. And um and and if that comes about, um, we have already had some people who were like, "I'll oh, count me in for that." And that is March tenth, by the right. way. Right, March tenth. Uh, next up, we got Power Rangers, uh, March twenty fourth. This is a one hundred percent definite yes own episode special. I cannot wait for this movie. It looks Agreed. like it's going to be fucking Fantastic. weird, crazy, a definite ride. <laughs> that yeah. probably something. Whether even if it's a flop, people are never going to forget it. The way it looks, just it's it's gonna be nuts. Now we don't cover too much anime. I know we talk about Super every once in a while or Dragon Ball Z. Um, we don't watch enough anime really, and there's not enough new. You know, we, I mean, we could, but uh, one a live action anime movie coming out on March 31st is Ghost in a Shell. Now Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, yeah. Now it looks pretty cool. I mean, from what we've seen, it looks cool. I don't know much about the anime. I've never watched it. Um. But a lot of people recommend it, so maybe who's to say we can't watch the anime and then watch the movie and go over it? Right. Even maybe even read the the book. Yeah. I'm sure there's a graphic novel of it. Probably. I'd imagine. So that's uh, March 31st. No, I guess in so I mean, in January and February there's nothing, and then April it seems to be nothing as far as nerdy movies go. Right. And then we go into May. So the first thing in May, uh, May 5th, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Which is another 100% guarantee we're going to cover that one. Absolutely. Did we do a Guardians of the Galaxy episode? We did not. No, uh, I don't think. We didn't I, do I, a specific one. We watched it last year. I vaguely remember covering it. it. I don't think we covered it. We just talked that you right, watched it for I the first watched time. It, yeah. um, I mean, it's been out for way longer than this podcast has been out. Oh, yeah. I was in jail. Yeah, so. But uh, And then we got Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Now, that's not to say we couldn't cover this. You know, maybe if. Sometime in April, we can watch all the other ones, and then by the time May hits, we can maybe we could do a special. You know, if we're hurting for something, it doesn't. I don't see why we couldn't. Right. Sometimes summertime, you have to look for stuff to cover, but you know, it just it just depends on the definition of nerdism. You know what I yeah. mean? What What do you? How wanna, far does that go? Yeah. Um, and then into June. June. So June second, we got Wonder Woman, which will be again will be one hundred percent covering. Absolutely. And no, go ahead. It just looks. I mean, it, I, it's interesting. I can't wait to see how they're gonna do a solo story of Wonder Woman. Yeah, it'll be. It, it looks really good. I think I can't wait to see it. Well, um, I have some issues with it, but yeah, we'll you're see. not the only one though. I, they they just I, apparently this follows her new Fifty Two story okay. that we didn't know. Like that's we can we can gather pretty much that anything that's coming out now is going to be basing off of new continuity like they're not going right. to be even even besides that though like in the commercial on the trailer it has her fighting like human beings like she could literally walk through any human with a gun and she probably and she, does she could punch them in the but like she was like fighting these guys like you know actually hitting she would kill them yeah you know one punch from wonder woman to a regular human That's would true. annihilate him well yeah and that here's here's the thing though is that she probably she probably it's probably right when she first started doesn't you know matter I mean? no it doesn't matter but and then, because the presumed new the the threat to this movie is Ares. Yeah, he you know he's the That'd be he, interesting, he's man. the villain of the film. Like, Remember Ares from Injustice? How he gets super big? Like, yeah, that, that, that I can't wait to see how they. You know what I mean? So this, this movie's movie. gonna be something, man. It's oh, gonna yeah. be definitely. It's probably gonna be the best DC movie that's come out since Man of Steel. And I know a lot of people talk shit on Man of Steel, but I 
I love that movie. Agreed. And, you know, it's it's nothing short of a masterpiece in my book. Yeah. You know, I mean, Batman v Superman, the ultimate edition is fucking great. Yes. But, um, so Wonder Woman uh, and, and Suicide Squad was good. I, I, I've been telling people recently, like, Suicide Squad is more for the introduction of those characters into this universe rather than the story itself. The story itself yeah, the story was subpar. Yeah, the movie itself was, it was rushed. It was just quick. Right, and we but we still have yet to watch the extended edition of Suicide Squad. So we will. We'll get there. Now we got Transformers last night on June twenty third. Marky Mark. Now we haven't talked about really Transformers, and I consider this nerdy. You know, it was a it, you know Transformers is a nerdy topic. Right. We could do some so pretense totally with co- it. Yeah, we could we could talk about the other Transformers movies and totally hit this movie up. I don't see why not. If you guys want to hear it, actual cannibal with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> All right, and uh, uh, coming up in the six-month mark is Spider-Man: Homecoming in July, oh, July seventh. No, I cannot wait. We're two million percent covering this movie. Oh, dude, I would be surprised if we don't have two episodes worth of talking on this movie. <laughs> and then not not long after that, I know the the rest of the year there's Thor: Ragnarok, November. We got um, yeah, there's other stuff, but Justice we, League. We were just hitting our first part of the year, and then we'll do another one of these maybe in July. Yeah. That's the only. Those are the only thing that I can really think of. I don't know what else is. Oh, Star Wars. Those are the last three that are coming out. Um, I don't even have release dates on all of them. But um, there is, as far as Star Wars goes, uh, we didn't do next year. Justice League is this year. This year, okay, yeah. It's in November of this year. Um, As far as Star Wars goes, I know we didn't cover any news for it, but I did get. I do know that Lucasfilm has met with director uh, Colin Trevorrow, and they had to change Carrie Fisher's story. For episode nine, yeah, and she will not be digitally added into any more Star Wars movies ever. So they're gonna have to kill her off. Yes, they they will protect her legacy for like that. They will not do it. That's That'll what they sad. said. That'll be a sad epic movie, man. You know, so so something's gonna happen. There's probably just gonna be. It's probably gonna be an off-screen killing. Yeah, like the way I pictured it is just like. Leia goes off in a spaceship, and then the spaceship gets blown up by something, and then like Chewie just loses his fucking mind, or you know something like that. You know, yeah, I'm not gonna see her die, but we're gonna see something that kills her. See the way I envision it, maybe, maybe it might be the first Star Wars movie with a post-credit scene, like, and we get something like that. I don't know because it's gonna have to be an off-screen killing. That's the that's the only way there is to it, and that's pretty much all. Like the only thing I was gonna talk about Star Wars wise, there's really not much. Um, J.K. Rowling's writing two new books. Yeah, don't know what those are. Um. Probably, hopefully, they correlate with the Fantastic Beast universe. That'd be cool. I don't know if they're. I mean, I know she's got other books that aren't Wizarding World related. So yeah, yeah, I guess so. But who cares just, about those ones? No, yeah, it was just clickbait. So I saw J.K. Rowling's writing two new books. This is not a drill. So I assumed that that was Harry yeah, Potter related because why would anybody? Nobody really talks about her other books. I didn't even know she had other books. Yeah, no one. I mean, she's got a couple of them, but no one really talks about them ever. So I'm not really sure. Uh, well. But other than that, I don't think there's anything really too crazy happening. Flash, let's see, next week... I was wrong when we talked about this. Um, next week, they start. So next week's podcast, we still have we still have to fill the slot with something. Oh. Um, and then the following week, so that'll make the 30th. Monday, the 30th... We'll be talking about Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends again on correct. the 30th. Yeah. The 23rd is to be determined. <laughs> yes, we will still... We Trust me, we will come up with something. We always do. 
And on that note, I am set. I don't have anything else to say. Well, I'm glad we got to catch up on about almost 50 minutes of straight up news. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit, a little bit a shorter episode, but you know what? News catch news. up. Yeah. It's necessary, and I uh, hope you guys all enjoyed Super Fights. Yeah, that we was, had a lot was, of fun doing it, man. It was so fun. And I apologize for the delay, and I want to thank Chris Mann for uh, cleaning it up. Yeah, straight up taking the audio feed and, and making it uh, listenable, if yeah, that's even a word. It had an annoying hum, and this guy fixed it up really good. So Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not perfect, but it's bearable. It's much very, better than it was. Very, very, very bearable. Um. I almost want to blame the fluorescent lights for <laughs> fucking lights. The hum. Who knows, man? I have no idea. But all right, well, I, I that's all. That's it for me, man. We'll see you guys next week. Yep. Again. We at Nerd Talkalypse Podcast assume no claim in sounds, references, music, and graphics, and are not affiliated or endorsed by any companies involved, such as Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, Sony, ComicBook.com, or any of their affiliates. Nerd Talkalypse is a non-profit generating podcast made for entertainment purposes. We can be found on social media at Facebook.com slash NerdTalkalypse and on Twitter at NerdTalkalypse. You can also email us, NerdTalkalypse at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to us at any of the following servers, iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Player FM, and TuneIn Radio. Or also on Facebook every Monday for a live viewing of the show. Please, if you enjoy the show, let us know via email or review on iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, either in person or via Skype, please send us an email. If there's any subject matter you wish us to discuss, please let us know. We will do all the necessary research to bring you that specific content, either in our next episode or a special of your very own. Thank you again for listening to Nerd Talk Lips Podcast.